episode 409 of Global from Asia, and we are at a villa in Phuket. <laughs> What's up, guys? All right. Welcome to the Global from Asia podcast, where the daunting process of running an international business is broken down into straight up actionable advice. And now, your host, Michael Michelini. We got Chris Rollings. I recorded the interview last night in the pool. So this show will be in the pool. I'll show you the pool. And I never did a podcast recording in a pool, have you? So it's right here. When I, when I did it, I put, I put the microphone here and my computer here. And I'm sitting here, but at night you can't see, at night you can't see the, the ocean. So, but you can see the pool is all lit up. And we're talking about hacks and strategies for your PPC and listing optimization. Actually got some questions from them during this few days here, which I asked to Chris. He'll also be a speaker at the cross-border summit. His first time really in Thailand besides a layover, he said. So I'm really excited Chris will be coming out to Chiang Mai, Thailand, November 16th and 17th to be one of our main speakers, also hosting a mastermind. He also shares, he's doing an online PPC challenge that you can learn more about during the interview and uh, a lot more fun stuff. So I hope you get some, some ideas, some strategies. Episode 409 of Global From Asia. Let's do this. All right, we have Tommy, the sales manager at Cross Better Logistics. How are you, Tommy? Hi, everyone. We just got to meet here in Shenzhen, China. It's great. Uh, they support the show at Global From Asia and we also use them ourselves for many of our brands and e-commerce businesses and Tommy really cares. They always are uh, trying to help us save money, you know, not, you have some products you keep for us in China, you have some products you keep for us in the U.S. warehouse and uh, I really appreciate that and you'll, you can talk to this seller, right? You can give them your advice, you work with many Chinese sellers a lot right and uh, you can help um, help the sellers understand more yeah we are very professional for the shipment to USA and Canada also we have warehouse in USA and Canada we can have our uh, factories supplies sellers for the shipment yes. yeah, yeah for yes. the e-commerce business yep and you even keep stuff uh, in China too so sometimes if you have the limitations of uh, sending too much to Amazon, you can keep it here in China with, with uh, Cross Better, or you can send of course to the US warehouse. They have many different options and they're always trying their best to find, uh, find out what's the best solution for you. So yeah. definitely talk to Tommy, talk to Cross Better, and thank you for your uh, support of the community. Yes, we have good pricing and better service. Yes. Thank you. Thank yeah. you so much. All right, we are here. Keep things fun. I think you're also in in Cyprus by the ocean, right, Chris? Yes. He said, and I'm in not the ocean, but I'm in I'm in Phuket, Thailand, at a villa, and the ocean is behind me. But it's just evening here, so you can't uh, see the ocean. But I figured I'd do the recording right here. So, Chris, it's always a pleasure to have you back on the show. We've been at least two or three times now on Global from Asia. So thanks. Thanks for uh, taking your time to uh, share with us. You're the founder at Sophie Society. Also, you know, people, you know, always enjoy your content on various, you know, various other channels you've been on to and, and our show and others uh, sharing really a lot of good insights about, you know, PPC, which you, you're really great at. You also have a competition coming up, which we'll talk about 
also, you know, listing optimization and and branding and 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 growth of of your brands. So, without further ado, thanks thanks for making it here, Chris. Yeah, dude, I'm glad to be here. And those of you guys who are listening but not not watching, <laughs> yeah. Mike is literally styling in, pool, from maybe, in yeah. his infinity pool. It's he's just <sighs> living the life out there. It's awesome. <laughs> I really. I bathing suit on too so why not i noticed that yeah yeah man. i mean yolo yolo dude yolo <laughs> yeah i mean amazon ppc management listing optimization is always fun to talk about <laughs> you know i remember you know you also did some great content with gary at, at a seven figure seller summit and yeah. and others like augustus orange click have done some great content with him and also earlier this year we were talking about ai at our channel Look, there's a yeah. praying mantis dude right there. <laughs> he's check he's checking out the show. Whoa, he's coming at me. Hey, oh, buddy. we got we got a live fan, huh? Yeah, he's like jumping at me. So wow, seriously, man, I don't. He's coming. Is right he mad up. dogging you? He's mad dogging you. Whoa, whoa, whoa! He's challenging you. He just jumped past my laptop. Seriously. Anyway. I think he don't don't make me be the guy that watches you die on camera, bro. You better because <laughs> <You better. laughs> praying mantises have like poison, but they can't actually get it into you, right? They like poison their their prey. Oh, but I think really? they can't get it. They can't bite a person because their like mouth isn't like the right oh. like, angle or whatever. So yeah. I don't think it could actually hurt you, but it but they do. I didn't know that. <sighs> All right. Well, we're keeping it fun today. So, so yeah, I think <laughs> I think we're gonna talk, you know, hacks and management. You know, even some. So we're having this little. I'm at this villa with some other sellers. We've been here a few days, and we we even talked about some of your contents as well. So we can we can give some insights from what we've learned from you and some follow up questions. But before we get into that, Chris, what what have you been up to? It's you know, we're getting towards Q three, Q four, three. How are things been going just in general this year? It's yeah, it's been, it's actually been a wild year for us. It's been pretty crazy. So I'm running Sophie Society and I'm also a mentor in, in Titan Network. So I've been going to so many, so many Amazon events this year. I just came back wow. from Baltic Seller Fest, which was in Lithuania. Before that, I was in, which was Augustus. Orange yeah, Augustus is great. Um, yeah. I also went to his <clears throat> European Seller Summit or his Seller Summit in Prague. Yeah, uh, great. But I also went to, prosper this year and a bunch of private masterminds you know all around the world and it's Sweet. been it's been a heavy year but yeah it's going like like we were talking about before we started recording there's so many like new things happening right now in the amazon selling space i think it was even just in the past at least the past two weeks where amazon listings just changed to not show the star yeah um, the actual star icons Yep, so, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So many changes. And especially inside PPC, it's funny. Like we have this internal mastermind uh, in Sophie because we manage a lot of brands all at once. So we, we all of our P senior PPC strategists and me and the head of the team <clears throat> come together to do a weekly mastermind. We go super deep in like what we're seeing in the accounts and accounts that are having challenges and accounts that are crushing it. And we share how how the win like played out. And it's funny, like we were talking like over the past year, like so much has changed. There's been so many capabilities that came out and so many things that we 
we like added to our repertoire. And well, that's kind of why we started running this event that you mentioned, the challenge, yeah, because yeah, like, maybe. yeah, we realized we had that. a lot to share. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I mean, this is the year. I mean, I mean, some people thought we were maybe it was, you know, maybe we can start off with that. You know, some people, even we were chatting about that earlier this year, it was AI going to just kill like agencies or services, you know, with what's everything's going to be auto outputted by a software. You don't need humans or experts anymore. I mean, you know, what's your, seems like that's not the case. It seems like. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's interesting because like, so I'm really into the science of complexity and chaos theory. <clears throat> this is like a, a fast emerging science of complex systems. And they study everything from like how a city evolves and how like a city itself has its own sort of city consciousness with its own city goals and its own city like strategies. The same way an anthill kind of an ant colony like operates as one, even though it's like a collection of individual units and it applies to economies. And it it's funny because so I majored in physics when I was in school and I've always been, you know, concerned with the nature of reality yeah. and complexity theory is like the, the science of the nature of the reality of living systems. So <clears throat> it's funny because coming from that perspective of, you know, I'm not a practicing, you know, scientist, I'm not submitting like research papers into articles or anything like that, but that's what I studied and that's what I'm passionate about. So looking at this from sort of my passion lens versus my business guy, you know, if effectiveness lens of like how the system plays out. Okay. This same thing basically happened in like stock trading when algorithmic black box trading started. And it was kind of, this was decades ago that, you know, there was good enough algorithms to trade better than humans on certain scales, like especially the micro scale. <clears throat> it was like the early 2000s that this really like started to hit. And it was the same kind of reaction of like, okay, well, there it goes. Like there are no more stockbrokers anymore, no more traders, you know, not, not even any more firms with people in them. It's just going to be like whoever has the best algorithm and people, you know, programming their algorithms. And, and you know, decades have passed and that's not exactly how it played out, you know? So how it played out is that there's certain elements of the ecosystem that the AI is able to certain needs of the system that the AI is able to best do that are that humans are not as good at. Mm -hmm. And that usually comes down to like the second by second, like micro trading and trading on the news very quickly where you need like a microsecond response time and things of that nature. But the end, the end of the day, the system that it's even trading in is a system made of human minds. So it, if human minds are the ones that are actually creating the system, because it's people that determine they want to buy or they want to sell something, right? People can have wallets. Machines can't have their own wallets, right? They don't, they don't, they can't vote, you know, mm. at least now they're not, you know, they're not like, the they don't have their own independent desires, independent of the person controlling it, right? So since it comes down to human psychology, there's always an element of human beings in the system. And so it didn't play out the way people thought were like, There'd be no more human traders. All trades are going to be done by robots. It's actually not like that. You know, like I still trade in my my Robinhood account and I actually do quite well, you know, by making long-term decisions and assessments based on what I feel are, are cultural trends and things of that nature. So I think it's actually the same thing in our domain. 
So you're right. Like there are all these conversations going of like, is AI going to replace like all agencies and services? And I think what it's going to do is replace some of the functions that are done by brand owners, agencies, and, and service providers, but it doesn't replace them. It, it in fact just makes them more effective if they embrace it. So we've already had like, you know, AI PPC tools on the market for a while. Quartile is one of them. And I mean, there's a bunch of them, you know, that just do black box trading. And what it really comes down to is, first of all, that paradigm is only like applicable to a certain set of brands that are made for that need, you know? And then second of all, a person actually has to determine how to configure the the algorithm in the first place to meet the brand's goals. So yeah, I think all it's going to do is make us all more effective. Great. Yeah. I mean, I think one of the highest impact, right? You said chaos theory. You made me think I just recently watched the uh, Jurassic Park with my kids uh, going to old school, but uh, yeah, where the doctor, <laughs> yeah. I forget his name. He talks about chaos theory and nature finds a way, you know, nature, nature finds, finds a way, nature finds a way. <laughs> so, yep. but it's, uh, yeah, I would agree. I mean, I think we have to do that highest impact, highest leverage work as a human, you know? And one thing I've seen with AI is uh, it's almost scary, but you know, the data entry, the kind of repetitive work people I used to have, you know, sometimes either internal or external, you pay to like scrape data or, you know, do some data entry kind of work or, or basic work. You don't, the, that stuff's getting replaced, but the the high brain power creative work is what I think will be very hard. You know, I think AI will always need that human's creativity. Yeah, totally. Until we get to the point where like, we have autonomous AI that, you know, everyone perceives as having like feelings and their own goals and emotions and rights and things like that. That's, that's a whole different reality we're talking about once we step yeah. into that world. Yeah. We'll get there another, another podcast. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, exactly. So, you know, some of these guys in, in, in at this villa, they're actually out, you know, they're, they're down in Patong. I don't know if you know if we can or not, but they're down in the oh, bars. Nice. I'm here uh, doing a podcast in the pool, but <laughs> they said, they said they saw one of your, your shows where you were talking about using drone. Even I don't, they, they said you saw you were using drones for videos for Amazon. Is that, did I get that correct? That's and, the, kind of part of, of a larger kind of theme that we were talking about. I it's wasn't specifically drone related. It's, it's more like AB testing the the videos that work the best and it's really interesting i guess i can't like screen share right now but because it's a audio podcast but i'll describe it with words we recently at our at the little mastermind that we were doing here in cyprus we were looking through you know our results to kind of determine because one of our missions right now is to come up with like a broadly applicable formula for creative that kills on amazon ppc and because it's interesting, like Amazon is continuously, I think one of the trends that, that, you know, I was alluding to when we were talking about how so many things are changing on, on Amazon is Amazon's giving brands like more and more and more creative freedom. Mm-hmm. Whereas it used to be, you know, you upload nine images, you upload text and then you can run ads, but you can't upload anything creative about it. We'll determine what the thumbnail looks like and all of that. All you determine is the math of what mm. you're targeting and what bids you're going to put in place, right? So it was like, it left us zero room to actually have like 
X factors or competitive advantages. It was literally just Amazon letting the market play out on its own. And as time's gone on, it's Amazon is giving us brands like more and more creative freedom. And now we can upload, you know, a whole A plus content and a whole brand story module. And in Amazon PPC, we can upload custom video ads and sponsored brands. Last summer, they released the ability to upload custom video ads and sponsored display. You can upload custom image ads and sponsored brands. You can upload custom image ads and sponsored display and custom headlines as well. And so the trend is, and also Amazon Posts and Amazon Live, the trend is letting brands express themselves in new creative ways, which it basically opens a door for the most creative brands to find that kind of slipstream to slip into that like hits a vein with shoppers and just works to to like basically transcend the game of bids and targets. Yeah. Like I could spend all day just negative exact matching keywords and upping the bid on keywords with a low A cost and decreasing the bid on keywords with a high A cost and trying new targets and doing more keyword research on Helium 10 and all that math stuff, right? But there's only so much you can do with that. That's actually where we were where we were going before. We were talking about AI. It's like that's one of the ways it could help is like very fine adjustments. But if you want to have quantum leaps, you really have to like transcend that whole game. And one of the ways to do that is through creatives. And one of the things that came up in our mastermind that I was alluding to before is we're looking through, you know, some of our best performing products and our best performing brands and our best performing campaigns. And it was really interesting because we're trying to pull principles out of it, right? We teach in this profitable PPC challenge event, you know, yeah. how, the framework for how to do PPC. We publish a lot of content on like YouTube and in our email blasts and LinkedIn articles and things like that. <clears throat> so we're always trying to pull out principles for things that are working right now in the real world. And Sometimes it's really surprising. Like one of the things that we saw was that we were looking at video ads that perform well. And we pulled up a video ad that was constantly bringing in sales day after day at like a 13% A cost. And it was not what you'd expect. There was zero production cost on this video. It didn't even look very good. It was like grainy and had a low frame rate and zero cuts. It was just a one continuous shot. Wow. Looked like it was filmed on a on a phone. It wasn't. We know that because we know that it's the brand owner that's partnered with us. And all it was was showing the product being used. And this particular product is a product that you use to sift sand to find like treasures in the sand. It's a continuous shot of showing the product being used with some background music and some text that explains the benefits of the product and some of the most unique selling propositions of the product along with the, the, their matching features. And that was it. Well, and it's just bringing in daily sales day after day, 13% A costs over, you know, time and time again, you know, predictably, and it's just a winner. And so we're like, wow, what's the lesson to be pulled out of that? But <laughs> it's not always what you'd expect. Yeah, so I think maybe that it hit so they said, like, are you using professional, like, I think that's where they got that part. You know, I was having a meeting with these guys and they said, is a UGC better? Like looking like it's not a professional studio production, you know, cause everybody thinks like you gotta look like high end, like first rate, mm-hmm. you know, like production level, but like you're just saying like this 
actually it wasn't UGC, like it's kind of what I understand you say, but it was similar um, though. It was UGC type content. Yeah, UGC user generated type. content style. So it was like uh very raw and very like in the weeds. So that's that's one example that came up in this mastermind, but actually a lot of times what works really well is just a storyboard that goes through the primary use cases of the product with some type of like what we call X factor shots where they're like either slow-mo or super zoomed in with really high definition or like, you know, a very, you know, like uh, dramatic lighting. And then following that up with visual displays of the unique selling propositions of the product that make it stand out and its primary benefits with text on it. That's literally like our formula for like what we, we predictably produce to perform results. But we're looking at the outliers and it definitely is the case that UGC type videos can perform really, really well. And sometimes they just connect better to the yeah. shopper. So yeah, it's like, it really comes down to A-B testing. And that was one of the like primary insights that, that came out of our mastermind here as well, is that there's coming at the game of PPC, especially if we're, since we're on the topic of custom creative, coming at the game of custom creative, whether you're in sponsored products, sorry, sponsored brands or sponsored display, and just trying a creative is not a very good strategy because it has a very low probability of being the winner. And it's really worth trying a lot because once you get a winner, you could just keep riding it for a very long time. You know, sometimes you have an asset that just keeps producing lean sales like for years yeah. and you just have to find it. And the way to do it is split testing. So the, the, what works for us is uploading a, a family of creatives and then just monitoring them over time. And you have to come up with an initial hypothesis in the beginning and go off some basic formulas like the one I was just talking about, the video formula or try you know, a couple of UGC type videos. And same with the custom images. We had an example where we were doing sponsored brand custom image ads. And we loaded three images, which I'd actually recommend loading more. But in this case, we loaded three. I could not have told you which would perform better by looking at them. Literally, like looking at the three, I don't know which one I would have voted for. But okay. the funny thing is, it was night and day, which one performed well. There were two that were complete losers, didn't produce many sales. Amazon actually stopped really sending them impressions because they were they were not performing well. They weren't getting... I think they got maybe a couple of sales over the few week period that we were testing them. And one of them crushed. It was like a low teens ACoS, daily consistent sales. Yeah, good click-through rate. It was, it was just good from every perspective. And if we had tested just that, just one of those other two images or even both of them, we would have been like, ah, you know, sponsor brand image ads just don't work for this product. And then never would have lost out on that huge opportunity to like use creative to kind of transcend this game of bids and budgets and, and targets. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, I didn't dig in earlier, but I want to go back to what you said. Like, yeah, I mean, it's just been a couple of weeks ago that Amazon seems to be almost keep putting a disadvantage or to bigger established sellers with reviews, right? Like they're just a newer seller with less reviews with higher rating, you know, looks better now because it's, do you want to expand on that? Or if you've even seen anything so far from that update? 
Yeah, it's a bit early for us to get data back from it yet. It's it's tough to see how this is really going to play out and impact our brands. <clears throat> but basically, so how it used to be is that like there were these thresholds that really, really mattered to a seller because this there were five star icons on the thumbnail that really you could really only be in one of three places. Either you had four stars, four and a half stars, or five stars. There's really only the three because if you have anything below four stars, if you have three and a half or three or two and a half, like it, that's a dead product and you're not going to be able to sell it really. I've seen very few cases where a uh, star rating under four stars, like in the three and a half domain, in terms of like the, the actual icons, was able to compete. So most of us are sitting with our products either at four, four and a half, or five in terms of the star icon. And so there were these thresholds that really mattered, like getting to 4.3. 4.3 is where Amazon would show you that four and a half star icon level. And so it's so funny because we we did we had a whole protocol for internally for our own products and our own brands, like how to push up to that 4.3 level and a little calculator to let us know how many more five-star reviews we needed to get past the next threshold, whether it was 4.3 or past 4.7 to get the five-star. And none of that matters anymore. Because Amazon doesn't show any, you know, star icon. All it shows is like a, a image of a star, which is the same on every thumbnail. The rating out to one decimal, same as before. So it's just 4.2, 4.3, 4.4, 4.5, and the number of reviews. And on some listings, it's also showing percentage of reviews that are four star and up. And this is actually something that's being tested because you could see it in some browsers and some niches, but not in others. So it's something that's kind of being A-B tested by Amazon right now. But yeah, so it's kind of, I feel like it's a bit early to see, like to say how it actually impacts different brands and how it changes the ecosystem. It's definitely going to have some change because it's like a major change in how shoppers experience search results. Yeah. Because search results look totally different now. But yeah, it, it, more seems to more prioritize the it makes shoppers have to read basically they can't just like look at the pictures of the icons anymore they have to kind of see they're perceiving it with a different part of their brain they have to read the number 4.1 or 4.9 and it means that two products that would have looked the same before now are going to look different because before the shoppers are not really looking at the number of the star rating. They're looking at the, the icon of how many yellow stars they have. So one product that had 4.3 stars and one that had 4.5 stars, they look the same to the shopper. So if one of them had 5,000 reviews and the other had 3,000 reviews, then they're going to pick the 5,000 review one. Now, if one has... 4.3 and one has 4.5 and the 4.3 is the one that has 5,000 reviews and the 4.5 is the one that has 3,000 reviews. Now they might actually be more likely to pick the one that has 3,000 reviews, less reviews because the star rating, small changes in the star rating mean more to the shopper than what's perceived as small changes in the number of reviews. So it's interesting. I'm I'm interested to see the actual numbers of how it plays out. We we're in a unique position to do this because we manage so many brands. Yeah. So yeah, we might do like a meta analysis and maybe cool. we'll publish it or something. I don't know. That'd be awesome. 
Great, man. I think maybe a little bit more, some, some, some hacks, and then we'll talk about your competition. Also the summit coming up, unless, you know, what, what are, you know, what are some tactics you've been seeing so far with, like you said, you manage so many brands and, and so much data. Is there any other? Yeah. Yeah. So one thing that we're getting super deep into is like fine tuning retargeting. So there's basically like the way we see it is there's three main ways to do retargeting on Amazon. There's sponsored display remarketing where you could do purchase retargeting or views retargeting within sponsored display. There's DSP, which you get access to if you know, you're doing high volumes or you use a seat from an agency like Sophie to get access to a DSP seat. But I'd say majority of brands don't, don't have DSP access. And then there's another type of retargeting that we discovered inside our mastermind last year, which we call step campaigns, self-targeted product placement campaigns, which is actually inside sponsored products. And so, yeah, anyways, we've been working on all three of these retargeting styles to like go super deep on them. And we are getting really good results with retargeting. And so, yeah, I would say that's one thing that I think it's funny because most brands that come to partner with us to take over their PPC, they've never tried remarketing or retargeting of any kind. And they're kind of afraid of it. Mm. So actually for everyone listening to this right now, I would, I could give you one thing to do right now that would provide like an immediate ROI. If you haven't already implemented it before you you're hearing it now, that would provide like immediate value to your account. And basically what it does is add like a low drip of high profit sales to the account. It's not high volume, this, this retargeting setup I'm going to talk about, but it's very effective. We implement it on every single account we have, whether they're consumable, not consumable, high price, low price, like brand new or very established. And it's what I was mentioning before, the step campaigns. Okay. And the way it works is you set up a, a sponsored product campaign and you do ASIN targeting, and then you select one target to advertise, one product to advertise. And then inside the ASIN targeting setup, you select exact targeting. So there's two options, exact and expanded. You select exact, make sure that expanded is not selected. And then inside the target box, you put the same product that you're actually advertising as the target. So it's telling Amazon, advertise my product, on that same product's listing. And what happens is Amazon won't show the ad on that same product's listing. So it's Amazon won't show ads for any products on, on the product's own listing. So what it does is it effectively retargets in real time shoppers who visited the listing and then went back to search results or clicked on to another product. So this is it's pretty cool. Basically, if a shopper comes onto your listing, they visit and then they they decide to keep shopping in search results. After they visited your listing, even just moments after, your ad can start showing up in their feed. Okay. And so that's why this produces a low volume of, of high profit sales because it's super high relevance traffic. There are people who were literally just on your listing moments ago. Whereas if you're trying to do re- views remarketing and sponsored display, the lowest look back period you could do is seven days and it goes all the way up to 90 days. You could do seven days, 14 days, 30 days, 60 days, or 90 days. 
this is like not days. We're talking like seconds, like moments. So it's super, super valuable. I'd recommend that anybody who's listening to this implement it on their brands. Right. Thank you, Chris. Appreciate that. Always giving us the good stuff. And maybe we could dive into yeah your, your PPC challenge. You've been doing these before. You got one coming up. I know that's exciting. And then they'll give us a little teaser about the summit. You know, you're coming out to to Chiang Mai in Thailand. So, but first, let's hear about your your challenge coming up. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. So we last year decided to host our first digital event. We called it the Profitable PPC Challenge. And it was in September of last year and it went really well. It completely awesome. sold out. We, we don't like, we capped the number of tickets for it because we, we have mentors in the program. So we keep an eight to one participant to mentor ratio. And we, you know, so we set the number of tickets and we arrange the mentors ahead of time so that we, we stick to that ratio. And our philosophy is basically like anybody that joins the event they are a name, not a number. Like it's not like a webinar that you show up to where like the number of attendees goes from 231 to 232 when you join and you know, no one no one notices. This is like when you register, your registration comes through our system and we have a team of mods that puts it codes in your info and your name, and we study everyone before we even start the event. And so we have the database of everyone and we segregate them into these private chats and the mentors are then added to the chats and everyone, all the mentors get to know the participants. And throughout the whole five days, you're in this private chat with these mentors with an eight to one ratio. It's, it's like, imagine that like most masterminds, it's like 90 to one, like there's one mentor to like, you know, 90 participants or, or something like that. This is eight to one. So not only do you learn all of these PPC frameworks and strategies and hear from us you know, boots on the ground, what's actually working now in the marketplace and actually get a framework for how to apply it to your own brand by the end of the week. You also get your own problems solved by mentors who are doing it that'll like record looms for you, record voice notes for you, like respond to your, you know, you could upload screenshots and stuff like you're, we're literally like diving deep and cool. it's crazy. It's like literally the level of like, what you would expect to get in like a $10,000 mastermind for like the price of like sushi dinner. So it's, it's pretty bonkers. And the only reason that we're able to do that economically is because some portion of the, and this is just me being transparent, some portion of the participants by the end realize like, oh, these guys actually know what they're doing. We'll partner with them to take over our PC, PPC and then we become partners in success. So that's that's why like we make zero dollars off of this event because we're literally selling it like for less than the cost of putting it on. But we do it because we know that, you know, first of all, we could provide a lot of value to a lot of brands that really need it. And that some portion of those brands, you know, are going to decide to partner with us and then we could, you know, blow up, blow up more brands together. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks September 18th. September 18th. So, so that's the deadline for, yeah, just so we make sure people know and where, where can they go? to get that and we'll of course link it up on the show notes but just for people listening yeah so it's ppcchallenge.sophiesociety.com i definitely check the show notes because it'll probably be hard to remember that but yeah it's ppcchallenge.sophiesociety.com or you could find me on instagram i'm hippie mogul and it's the only link in my my profile so that's an easy one to remember hippie mogul h-i-p-p-i-e-m-o-g-u-l okay great that's a cool yeah 
Awesome. And then, you know, I think before we wrap up, of course, you're coming out to Chiang Mai. Am I right to say, did we say your first time to Thailand? No, you've been here before, right? Or am I? Well, so I've technically been there for like 36 hours. I didn't Uh really get to spend any time in Thailand. So it's, I consider it my first time. And I'm really, really excited. I spent a good amount of time in Vietnam and other places in in Eastern Asia, but I've never really spent a lot of time in Thailand. And I'm actually really, really excited, bro. I really am excited for this. I can't wait. Yeah, it's hard to believe you haven't been out here before. So it's great. Yeah, I'm really happy to have you come out November. The official event 16th, 17th. We'll also have like a smaller mastermind half day event on the 15th for those that want that upgrade. But yeah, I'm I'm really excited. It's it's intimate events. You know, we really get to know each other, the attendees is also the other speakers, and you'll be you'll be doing a presentation and, and connecting with people there. I'm, I'm super excited. It's also our first in-person larger event in, in Thailand because we were doing them in China, as you know, before you came out yeah. in China way back before COVID. So first cross summer since 2019, four years. So getting it wow, all. Wow, dude. Isn't oh, it crazy? So crazy. Yeah. I yeah. Mean, I remember back in 2018 when yeah, we 18, first got yeah. introduced. Was, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It came out. All right. Well, we, we covered a lot. I don't know how long I can sit in this pool either. <laughs> You're probably getting pruny, dude. Yeah. Turn I know. it into I'm a potato like, in there. I know. I know. I'm going to get out of here, but really happy to get you on. We'll link your PPC challenge on the show notes. Of course, sophiesociety.com, crossbordersummit.com for the event in November here. And uh, yeah, lots of cool stuff. I mean, it's, it's always I always enjoy our talks and your sharing and uh, yeah, seeing this, seeing your your business evolve and also the, you know, the industry. It's really, it's a fascinating time for sure, right? It's definitely not boring. <laughs> it is. You know? It's a, it's an exciting time to be alive, dude. Yeah, it was great. Love doing this. I love that you dialed in from a pool that was so yeah. baller, dude. Well, I know. <laughs> Next time you got to warn me so that I can do the same. Because I, I had the ocean over here, you know, I could have could have been in the water with you. I think I, when you jump out, I'm going to jump in. That's okay, there time. we go. Deal, deal. <laughs> All right, Chris. Well, have a great cool. day. Enjoy Cyprus. All right. Thanks, brother. Good job. And thank you to our sponsor, our returning sponsor, Mercury.com, online bank. Well, it's a real bank, but you can do it totally online for U.S., our blimp program participants are going through this as well thank you mercury travis is great there he's been on our show he's been in our events we're gonna have another event where we will have them attending as well and if you want to get a little bonus for you and us if you sign up and do some special circumstances you can go to globalformasia.com mercury i also have a video tutorial that we use even for the blimp people they use the same exact video to learn how to use it i hope you can check it out totally free why not see you there okay so i hope you enjoyed that again here's the pool <laughs> that was fun i think you're still recovering you're tired I'm tired a little bit but i'm feeling pretty good great. all things considered great great yeah it was intensely compact like three or four days flew yeah. by man yeah flew yeah by. really did so we're checking out right now yeah uh you're going to the water park i think we're going to do the water park yeah and great I might miss that one, unfortunately. But, yeah. But really, thanks again for having me. Yeah, man. Awesome. Of course. Yeah. yeah, we got the mountains on this side. Beautiful. It's really cool. And then the uh, ocean here. So, all right. Well, that's a wrap. 409 episodes. This is just my intro, outro. So yeah. I thought I would just get you on yeah, here. Yeah, cool. Quick. And then see you all next show. Thanks, Kyle. Yeah, take care. 
To get more info about running an international business, please visit our website at www.globalfromasia.com. That's www.globalfromasia.com. Also, be sure to subscribe to our iTunes feed. Thanks for tuning in.